Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. I don't know about you, but we love mystery stories. That's why the Upside Down Story is one of our favorite podcasts. It turns a tale flipsy-flopsy upside-downsy so that you need to listen to the clues to figure out who the mystery storyteller is. Search for the Upside Down Story on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello again, Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your ghostly host with the most and keeper of the strangest, spookiest tales on Earth. Today is another Ivy's chilling tale. This soaring tale, Story Club members, might make you not want to shoot for the virtual stars. It's one I call Rickety Rocket. Three, two, one, launch. The force of the rocket lifting off knocked Hillary Densmore for a loop. The G-force as the vessel escaped the planet's gravity and soared into the sparkly night field of space pushed her back in the seat that was molded to her spacesuit-encased form. Even though she knew it was only a virtual simulation of space travel, it felt real. The game was called Rickety Rocket, and the object was to reach the orbit moon of the planet without breaking into a million pieces. The game was the first of its kind, a prototype, and Hillary had been chosen out of 10,000 potential participants to test drive the eponymous star missile. For all her 11 years, Hillary dreamed of being an astronaut. She grew up watching videos of rocket launches and shuttlecraft missions, and of life on the International Space Station. The idea of eventually living off-world appealed to her. She flicked the controls masterfully, the rocket shuddering as it left the gravitational pull of the planet and hurled toward the lonely moon. But this wasn't Earth, and she wasn't heading toward the familiar pale moon in the night sky. No, this moon was called Xanthar, which was the twelfth moon of the hostile jungle planet Orinthica. Not only was Rickety Rocket coming apart, but some crab-like creatures called Decapods had hitched a ride onto her ship. Though they were only each a half meter in length, they had incredibly sharp talons that could shear through the metal hull of the vessel. Once inside, they would feast on her flesh. Yeah, no, that wasn't happening. Alarms blasted as the hitchhiking decapods breached the hull. Neither the friction of the atmosphere nor the velocity of the rocket could shake the invaders off. Hillary came to an asteroid belt surrounding the planet Orinthica. Maybe she could lose a few of these crabby interlopers before they ripped into her ship. She flew close to some rocky debris floating in space. Too close. The rocks thumped the ship, causing it to shudder. On her scopes, however, Hillary saw at least a half-dozen decapods fly off and hurtle into the dark abyss of space. Keeping her cool under pressure, Hillary crisscrossed through the asteroids, shaking off more of the mini-monsters loose while simultaneously dodging jagged space rocks. After clearing the asteroid field, another problem existed. The fuel gauge had dropped dramatically. One of the decapods had cut a primary fuel line. No way she would be able to make it to the Xanthar moon on a quarter tank of rocket fuel. 
Inevitably, she would run out of gas, then float in space, breathing through her remaining oxygen, and then dying, her lifeless body drifting in space aboard an inert vessel that would be her metal coffin. Yeah, not happening. Hillary wasn't prepared to lose this game. She jammed the controls on autopilot, climbed out of her seat, into the airlock, and then outside the ship. She'd have to repair the fuel line. That would be her only chance of making it to the moon and winning the game. The decapods had done a number on Rickety Rocket. The vessel was already a piece of flying garbage, but now it appeared worse with rips in the hull. Hillary couldn't repair those, but she could fix the fuel line. She pulled out her repair kit. Using some metallic tape, she sealed the leaking fuel line. Wow, literally saving her life with tape. She then took a moment to gaze at the beautiful sea of stars through her helmet visor. What a beautiful sight. Climbing back into her cockpit, the fuel gauge held. If she backed off on speed, she could possibly make it. She might have to coast in when she reached the moon's gravity field and then do a controlled crash, but it was better than floating in space forever as a corpse. Moments later, when Hillary was in Xanthar's gravitational pull, she radioed in. Ground control, this is Captain Densmore. I'm making my final descent. Hopefully it won't be my final final descent, if you know what I mean. Do you know what I mean, ground control? Ground control responded that they did, and that she had the all clear to proceed. The engines cut off, depleted of fuel. She would have to take this bucket of bolts in. Grabbing the controls, she piloted it to the rocky moon's surface, pulling up on the stick just before impact. The rickety rocket flew apart, losing pieces all over the craggy face of the moon. But she was alive. Any crash you could walk away from was a good crash, right? Hillary climbed out of the wreckage of the rickety rocket. She had enough air in her suit for a few hours where she would hopefully be rescued by another rocket arriving from Orenthica. But if not, she told herself, at least it was only just a game. Hillary had more lives and could play again. Oxygen suddenly fizzled out of her suit. What? A decapod reached one of its talon claws inside and ripped at her flesh. Ah, no! The burning pain hurt too much. This was supposed to be a simulation, right? How was this feeling so real then? Grabbing the decapod, Hillary ripped it off her suit and tossed it to the ground. It scuttled off. She could feel herself changing. The wound was infected. She would turn into a decapod soon and be like one of those taloned monsters. A taloned monster inside of a spacesuit. As Captain Hillary Densmore transformed into a scaly beast, she forgot she was ever human. But what she did know is that more humans would arrive in their rickety rockets, and then she would feed. Yikes. I guess Hillary Densmore was kind of like one of those old TV dinners that used to be covered in tinfoil for a decapod. But now, the dinner tables will turn when she dines on another unwary astronaut. <laughs> right now, I'm gonna go dine as well. I'm going to kick back with a slice of pizza and listen to some other great storytellers on the Go Could Go network. There are so many adventures to enjoy with Go Could Go, like Bobby Wonder about a 10-year-old alien who has to protect the town of Pflugerville from villainous Mighty Mila, and Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat, Kapow, and Martha and Waffle being totally hilarious nitwits in the underground world of Flusville.
Go Kid Go even has an underwater adventure show called Whale of a Tale about the brother and sister exploring team Atlas and Xavier who live in a submarine shaped like a whale. So join me in searching for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, Falooseville, and Whale of a Tale wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, I'll meet you back here tomorrow for another Story Club tale, beloved listeners. After all, Story Club members deserve their daily scare fix. Ivy out! Go, kid, go! Do you like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you. And the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.